I'm Ryan. I'm Christian. I'm Braxton. And welcome to the Question at Hand, the least specific podcast. What's up, guys? And welcome back to the Question at Hand. And, uh, Last week was an interesting one here in Texas because Not it really. was, uh, really, <laughs> you, you really don't think so. Uh, we had the, what is it? The great Texas snow apocalypse is what I'm referring to it as. Other people have, I've seen it referred to as snowvid, which I thought was kind of dumb. Yeah. Uh, if I'm being know. honest, uh, but <laughs> snow apocalypse is way better. If it yeah. lasted longer and the two were more intertwined, then maybe. Yeah. But Snowpocalypse, I think, is more accurate because it literally shut down the world it's here. Like, yeah, if, it did. If both of those things had happened in the same year, uh, you're right. Then that would be a great name. Yeah. But since if one has been time, around and then the second one came, you can't just yeah combine those two names. That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, it has nothing to do with COVID. That was why I was yeah. like, okay, this is right. stupid. Snowpocalypse is fitting because it literally shut down like the entire state for a little bit, which is insane. Uh, I mean, there were crazy numbers of power outages when like 3.8 million people didn't have power at one point, uh, which is pretty crazy. Um, I know like around here, we personally never lost power. We just got really lucky, I guess. Um, I know Braxton lost power for yeah, like, like Monday and Tuesday, days. it would come on for like thirty minutes, and then it'd be off for like six hours. Yeah, which sucks because you can't you can't stay there. I mean, this is the coldest I remember it ever being since I've been alive. Yeah, it's probably not going to get this and cold again in I, our lifetime. I think that what it wasn't it like a record when they brought it up the coldest it had been in this area. Like the last time it was around the same temperatures was like nineteen thirty. Yeah, I, I, like I that. saw that it was like the fifties, maybe. Yeah. Either way, still. Way before our lifetime, yeah, yeah, which is insane. <laughs> and you know, we thought last time we got a lot of snow, and we did. Right, it was a lot of snow, but that was but it. It was only was it. snow. It was just snow, and then it went away. And it only snowed for like a day, and then the next day it was back up, like above freezing, and pretty much everything kind of melted off. The problem uh, with this was, but the problem with this one so is that it was long. so cold too. I mean, I I know, and the I it was ice, and then yeah. snow landed on top of that, and then ice landed on top of that. Yes. <laughs> Which is awful. Yeah. It was it was pretty bad. Uh so like Sunday night it started snowing and then when we woke up on Monday it was it was very snowy. Uh and the snow, I don't know if you guys went out and like played in it much, but on Monday it was like a super fine powder. It was so like, like sand. You couldn't make a snowball or anything with it. Uh you couldn't there were people trying to make snowmen, you couldn't make a snowman. Uh I think the next day after it had kind of like settled it re- and, and kind of re- well, it did kind of refreeze, but it also just kind of stuck together more and you could make snowballs and make snowmen or whatever you wanted to do. Uh, but I mean, Tuesday morning when I woke up, I looked at my phone cause it was supposed to be like zero. Yeah. That was the cold. I woke up Tuesday morning, looked at my phone and it was negative two degrees, uh, which yeah. is insane for Texas to be negative two degrees. Ever. <laughs> well, here, it gets that cold in the panhandle. I mean, yeah, but even then, that's, I feel like negative two is still kind of rare, even in the oh, panhandle. It like, yeah. it's in the teens a lot of the time up there and 20s, but for it to be negative something, that's it's, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it wasn't fun, really. 
at least for me, when I went out, like, like I went outside on that day once, and then I was like, I can't breathe. Oh, like it hurts me to, yeah. get, to be go like take a deep breath. It like I don't know. It's, it's like, like so sucks cold. the air back out of you when you breathe it in or something because yeah. it was that cold. Yeah, it was really cold on Monday too, and I, and we were kind of going around because everybody. Act, I mean, I don't. I guess we kind of didn't prepare for it enough. I guess I mean we didn't expect it to be as bad as it was, uh, and so like Monday. I went out and we had a guy that was delivering uh, a load of like oil and stuff to our warehouse. And so we were going to go meet him. He's like, Oh, it's not that bad. He's coming from like Oklahoma and he makes it to like the turn where you'd cross the highway to come into our spot and get stuck. Had like, Finally, he gets across, but he doesn't get all the way across. Like he's still blocking like half of the lanes, and he has to like call a tow truck to come get him out, which is not fun. And so mm. then he makes it like the next like hundred yards to our entrance and pulls down in there and gets stuck. And he was there for like three or four days, which is yeah ridiculous. Uh, I was like, man, he just should have listened to us and stayed where he was instead of trying to come down yep. but then we ended up having to go down to the farm later that day because they were trying to make sure the cows had food and oh yeah hay and everything before it got colder because tuesday night it was supposed to be cold yeah we went <laughs> we, when we went out there on yeah, monday that's something you don't think about but it's pretty crazy it was like completely frozen like all of the ponds and stuff were down there were completely frozen over it was pretty crazy uh but we went down there and i was kind of running around having a good time in the snow while i could because i didn't know how long it was going to be here i didn't realize it would still be here today <laughs> a week later uh and it's not it's not like bad or anything but there is still snow it's on still the ground around, yeah. yeah which is crazy i mean i guess it was like 80 degrees outside today and there's still snow on the ground in places uh but it's Dude, it was wild. But I was running around and I, I definitely like when I got done, I was like, dude, yeah. my chest hurts. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like I'm like having chest pains just from breathing. But man, it was pretty crazy. I've never seen weather like that. Mm. I've never seen the roads freeze over like that either. Yeah, that's what was so insane about it is I knew it was going to be bad when like the problem was Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. It was kind of just cold and chilly. And it like, it didn't rain, but it misted for like three days straight. And, and the ground was soaking wet and all the roads were wet. And then when you looked out on like, was it Sunday night into Monday? There was no difference from where asphalt or concrete was versus grass and dirt. Yeah. It looked the same. So I was like, oh no. Yeah. And then the next day, rough. that was the coldest day. So therefore... Yeah. It all froze, and then I slid it on that. <laughs> well, and then uh, it's just basically like a layer either, cake of like the worst possible, yeah, situation. Well, and then Wednesday, it it was supposed to snow again, and it like sleeted or snowed the entire day, which just and when you went out on Thursday, it was a Awful. completely different story. Like it was, <laughs> it was not the nice powder we had on Monday. It was not like snow where you could make a snowball or something. It was like a layer that was an when inch you, thick of ice everywhere. When you looked. walked on it, at least when I walked on it, it would it be was like, solid. It would go, like it would, you would step through like an inch or more of ice, squish through the snow down to like the previous layer mm -hmm. of ice. Yeah. It was like walking on like something like a frozen cardboard. Yeah. It was kind of like walking on cardboard or something. It was, it was weird. It, it was kind of like that. It was deep enough here that you could walk across it. 
without it like breaking. And they were like, I mean, you could break through it, but like, I know I our see, dogs. When I was walking off, like, this is what it feels like to walk on Mars or something. Is it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but our our dogs would go outside and they would like just walk across the top of the ice. <laughs> and I was like, this is ridiculous because like the first two days, especially, they were well, every time they'd go outside, they'd come back in and they were just covered in snow. Mm. You have to get it all off of them, <laughs> dry them off. But then like Wednesday and Thursday, whenever it all kind of refroze, it was like they'd walk, they'd go outside and they would walk across the top of it and they'd come back in and they wouldn't have any snow or anything on them because there was none to get on them because it was just straight up ice. But it was crazy how bad the roads were. I mean, we haven't been shut down for work and who knows how long and we were closed the entire week. Yeah, because it's like, what do you... like? I mean, it'd be one thing if it was just around here and like once you left town, it wasn't that bad, but, but the entire <laughs> state was pink. On the radar for like the first time ever, probably. Yeah. Which is crazy. I've never seen like a no. prediction for snow all the way down to the border. That's it's it was wild. It was super wild. Now you injured yourself, right? I did. <laughs> I did injure myself, unfortunately. So Tuesday I win the He's snow. in a wheelchair right now. I'm not in a wheelchair. Oh, sorry. Uh, but bad. Tuesday <laughs> Tuesday, we uh, the snow was nice, and I knew it was gonna like probably snow again or sleet or whatever on Wednesday, and it was gonna be rough. So Tuesday, I finally talked Brett into going to sled down the hill at Happy Valley with me, which is just this big steep hill if you're unfamiliar with it. And uh, we had a good time. We were sliding down there. I brought a skim board with me because. I have one and that was about the best thing I could find that would actually slide across the snow. And we tried like a lid from an old storage bin thing and it was horrible. I think Brett rode down on it like one time and he got like halfway down the hill. He's like, yeah, this thing doesn't want to go. I'm just going to, and I was like, we'll just take turns. Don't worry about it. So we, we had slid down a bunch of times on the skim board and uh, these people next to us had built this little like ramp and I don't know. They had a, they had a legit snow shovel, which I thought was kind of interesting. I was like, why do yeah, people around here, why do yeah. people around you get here the snow shovel? have a snow shovel? Oh, and man, Marley. Maybe they went to Walmart and they had snow shovels there for some reason, but I don't know why our Walmart would stock snow shovels. Uh, so anyway, the people next to us had been going and we saw one of my friends whenever we were walking up and he had a snowboard, like a legit snowboard. And he was like walking up the hill and snowboarding down this little bitty hill and going over the ramp. And, uh, I did not have a snowboard. I had a skimboard, uh, but there were people that were going down the ramp on whatever they had. And so I was like, you know what? I want to go down it just one time just before we leave, you know? Yeah. Why not? YOLO. It's always right before you leave. Isn't I know, it? man. And I was like, I just want to go down at one time. And you know, if I'd been thinking about it, I probably would have been like, I'm going to hurt myself. But it was fun. Like, I'll, I'll give it that. It was fun. Uh, and so I, I go down and I'm hitting this ramp and the ramp's not super wide. It's probably like, I don't know, like two and a half, three feet wide, maybe. Maybe it's not even that wide. Uh, but I'm sliding down it and I kind of got a little on the left side of the ramp and I go off of it and my, I'm, I'm holding on to the skim board because I know that it's going to come out from under me. And I'm, if I'm not holding on to it, I'm just going to land on my chest on the snow and it's going to be like painful. Little did I know it would be more painful to just hold on to the board. Uh, so 
the board kind of turns and I hit. And when I hit, it like caught my middle finger on my right hand and it felt like it bent it completely sideways. Like when I got <laughs> up, I thought I was going to look at my hand and my middle finger would be perpendicular to the rest of my fingers. Uh, and so I got up and I looked at it and I'm like, ow, that hurts really bad. It's not, it doesn't appear to be broken. I can still move it. Right. Uh, but I did have like this little spot on my finger where I was bleeding. I don't know what that came from because I don't think it hit the board and I don't think the snow would have like ripped my skin off like that. So I thought that was kind of strange. And the only other time that I've seen like this perfectly circular deal was when I broke my hand before. Uh, mm. Same hand. I hit it on a metal purple cross <laughs> playing ultimate frisbee at a camp that we were at in New Mexico. Uh, we were playing in like this front yard. I don't even know if I've told this story on the podcast before, but we were playing ultimate. Uh, we were on a church because trip. Of course you were. We were on a church trip to the McCurdy <laughs> school in New Mexico, which is this like, I don't know. It's like a public school, I guess. Mm. Uh, but they've got like, they've got some really cool stuff that goes on at this school. Like the, they don't have any kind of, like sprinkler system or anything. They water all the grass and everything by this irrigation channel that they stop and it floods mm -hmm. everywhere in an area and then they'll raise it up and it'll all flow back out. And it's really cool and everything there is like beautiful because of the way that they water it, I guess. But like all the grass is like super green and perfect. And uh, so we had been like digging these ditches this entire week um, just with shovels because they had had trouble where it wasn't flowing correctly or whatever. And so we were just trying to, we were there working to try to, you know, get everything back the way it was. And I think people go up there quite a bit for that mm -hmm. um, because I think it's actually funded by the Methodist church or something like that. And so we were out there, you know, working and uh, I had gotten like a blister on my thumb and like in holes. Yes, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So I had this blister on my thumb and it hurt. Uh, but we were playing ultimate one night after, you know, we'd finished the day and we'd eaten and stuff. And um, so we're, we're playing in the front and we were trying to go and play on like the football field there that they had. But it was like had a fence around it and all the gates were locked and stuff. And a couple of us had like jumped over to go play. But there were a couple of people that didn't want to do that. And so we ended up going to a different spot to play. And we went and there was this big uh, like lawn in front of the school that has this giant metal purple cross. And we're out there playing ultimate. I'm running like full speed for this throw that's coming where I'm going to score basically. <laughs> and apparently I, when I ran past this cross, my like arm kind of got a little farther out than it should have been. You like and barely I brushed it. I'm, no, I didn't barely brush it. I smacked the crap out of it. Uh, and hard enough that it like compound fractured my, I don't know if that's technically what it is. It basically broke my knuckle mm. to the point that it just smushed all the bones together. So now my right index finger is shorter than my left index finger. And, uh, then I spent the rest of the trip, like I had to go to the hospital that night because I was like, oh, I think I'm okay. And it had like swollen up super big, but I was like, I think I'm fine. Uh, but like it hurt really, really bad. And so I, they finally took me to the hospital and uh, we we go and they x-ray it and tell me that it's broken. So I have to wear this like metal yeah. apparatus, but it's not a cast or anything. It's like a, 
a half cast, but it's completely metal with foam inside on like the top that would go against your arm. And then you have to, you have to wrap it with just like a, one of those bandages, like the big, like Mm -hmm. tan bandages. Gauzes. Uh, And so then I have to try to sleep with that. And I'm like, I don't know, like a twin bed in New Mexico, (laughs) right up against a wall. And so in the middle of the night, one night, I think it was like the first or second night, that I had this, but I'm laying there and apparently I rolled over. And when I did my hand like smacked against the wall, <laughs> it was awful. I, you screamed. It was, it was really bad. Yeah. But the That's only other time that I've seen this like round circle scab thing that I have on my hand now is when I broke my like index finger yeah. and it literally, uh, I don't know if what happened, but it, it like that where that blister was on my, thumb it like exploded when i hit it like just the way that it pushed everything in there uh so i thought i really thought it was broken like i could still move it and stuff and it's still a little swollen now and i think there's probably like a a, i don't know if i like hyperextended it or if there's like a stretched tendon or something in there that's kind of like jank because it's real tight like if i try to like move it and bend it down and make a fist um so I i don't really know what exactly is wrong with it. I haven't gone and got it checked out or anything. I almost think at this point I might should just to make sure it isn't broken. But I mean, if it is, they're not going to do a whole lot. They're just right. going to tape them together. So whatever. But <laughs> yeah, I broke my finger. Yeah. Did you hurt yourself on the snow? down the hill. Did you slip and fall ever? No, I did not touch the snow. Yeah. What? You stayed inside. Mm-hmm. The yeah. whole time? Yeah, I stayed inside. I stayed inside until it became ice. And then I had to walk out. So that's what I'm saying. Did you slip and fall ever? Mm. Okay. No. I slipped once and it was funny. Oh. I also slipped once and landed on my elbow and it hurts still. Yeah. I don't know what I did. I guess I knew like I was falling. So I like got in the, I don't know, like I landed like correctly, basically. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I was about to like do this. Then I was like, wait a minute. Do Because I'm bad about like tensing up mm-hmm. which just makes you hurt yourself yeah but for some reason i was like oh wait a minute go limp and then i, was like, <laughs> I, like, I, I didn't look like a noodle landing fell, but you know what i'm saying you fell so slowly that you were like oh i'm too tense Let's i can noodle tell. up well, i think it was also because like i knew i was walking on ice so i was like statistically like yeah i'm probably about to fall i'm gonna be careful <laughs> but i'm probably gonna fall and then i did yeah it was self-fulfilling prophecy. I knew I was going to fall. Yeah, pretty much. That's usually how that goes. You're just like... You oh, see it I in slow motion, basically, where you're like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, mine, I definitely did not see in slow motion. So I had gone out, and this is like Friday, I think, and I still had like eight inches of snow on my car. I don't know how much it was. Everything that had fallen was still on my truck. Yeah. And so I had gone out, and I was trying to get some of it off because, I mean, I've got a bed cover and I didn't want it to like mess the bed cover up. And I was mostly, I was also, I don't know why I have the hiccups. <laughs> I was also just trying to get everything to off, you. like all the snow and stuff. And so uh, I was not having much luck, but I'd kind of, I got an oar that we had <laughs> where we had gone and uh, like paddled around in the flat bottom boat at Hendricks Lake. And I still had those in the garage. So I grabbed one and I could like break the ice with it and pry it up and then pull off like huge sheets of ice at a time. And so I was doing that. And so I would, I cranked my truck and I'd kind of cleared off the back and I was pretty much just going to go back inside because I wouldn't have much luck with like the windshield and stuff. And so I just 
went up and I put the paddle back and I was going to go back out and try to pull this last like big chunk of ice off. And when I did, apparently I hit a slick spot. I don't know where it was slick, but because yeah. uh, when I looked at it again, I was like, how did I fall? Like, this is the same place I've been stepping this entire time. It wasn't slick. I don't understand how I fell, but uh, apparently I hit a slick spot. And I mean, dude, my feet were like above my head before I could even realize <laughs> that alone. I was falling. I, it was so, it happened so fast. There was nothing I could do, but it was great. You home alone. I had a great time in the snow. I can't believe you guys didn't go like play in it. I've never been big on playing in the snow. Really? Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, I did, but now I've done that. So I'm done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I know what it is. It's fun. It's great, man. For about like 30 minutes. I also, like, I to, go back I also like to go ski though. Uh, right. Yeah. I've never done anything like that before. Dude, so. it's fun. I don't know if I ever will. It's kind of, it scares me. Why? I'd probably hurt myself. Ah, you'd be fine. It's actually a whole lot easier than you think it is. Yeah. I just, I'm not good enough at it yet. Cause I'm, I mean, I've been three times now and they're all, they've all been like six or eight years apart probably. Mm. Uh, so enough time to forget. I haven't, I haven't had a, like enough time. I mean, you still under, you still know the basics. Like when you show up, you're like, okay, this is what I have to do. And you kind of get, it takes like, I don't know, an hour probably to get back used to like the motion of skiing. Uh, but I want to take some lessons next time I go. Like even if it's just mm-hmm. some more advanced stuff. Because um, I just want to like, when you go, you want to be able to do some of the harder runs that aren't just like greens or like the easier blues. Uh, and you kind of have to have a better understanding of how to ski to right. be able to do those and actually have fun. Cause I mean, you can go down them at like 90 miles an hour and fall down every five seconds, but that's not fun. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at at this point. Next time I go, I want to take a couple lessons, get better, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of fun. Anyway. Yeah. Snowpocalypse. Uh, so that happened. One thing and now it's over that everybody <laughs> talked about last week was all the power failures uh, and how that the renewable energy that we have. So like wind, solar, and I mean, there is like a little bit of hydro, but it's not much. Uh, so I, I found the percentages of electricity that Texas uses. Right. Yeah. So 51 per, I don't, I didn't check this to make sure that this actually adds up to a hundred percent, but this is the numbers that I got off of one now side. Th- these are the ones I've seen before. Yeah. yeah. So this is right. The Texas, I think this was from ERCOT. Is that right? Is that the... Yeah, that's the one. Okay. So natural gas is 51% of our power. Wind is 24.8, which I was surprised about. I didn't realize that wind had become that big. Uh, Coal is 13.4%. Nuclear is 4.9%. I didn't even realize we were using nuclear power. Uh, There's not that many Until the other day. There's only like four plants, I think, in the state. Um, and, and then I think one in South Texas shut down during this. Oh yeah. That was the reason that everybody had blackouts. Apparently like the nuclear is a small percentage, but it produces like so much power that it could. Oh, like if one specific place went down, it takes a lot of the yeah, percentage like a, with like a, it. Basically. Like a ton apparently. Yeah. Uh, 3.8 is solar. And then, like hydro other stuff, power, basically. other stuff, I guess. Biomass fired units. I don't know what that is. There's one uh, near here, I think. What is it? They built it a few years ago. Where they basically, it's like, I think, I guess it's the same concept as burning coal, but biomass would be like, I don't know, any like 
older like plant material or like organic material. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's, it, it, to me, it's almost like a giant wood burning stove, but they're not necessarily using what we would think of as wood. Yeah. It's basically burning things for energy that are essentially waste products that we have, I think. Yeah. So like one thing was that people were saying the wind turbines were frozen, which some of them were. Oh yeah. Uh, I didn't realize that that was that big of a deal because I was like, oh, we don't use that much wind. Yeah. Apparently we use 25% almost is, is wind power. Uh, but the big thing that I know that kind of caused a lot of the blackouts and stuff, uh, was I think a couple of the natural gas ones maybe had some problems with like pipes freezing up or something. Basically. Um, But then, the big one was that nuclear plant and the nuclear plant had a sensor that like tripped and there's, they're like worried that it was, it basically is like a self check. That's like, Hey, we're, yes. we're going to shut down. So, yeah. uh, it, it shut down for a little while and it turned out there was nothing wrong, but the fact that you have something like that in place is positive. Cause I mean, I've always heard, and this is probably just because they don't want nuclear power to be used as much, but I've always heard that nuclear power, if it's not very well maintained or something goes wrong, you could have something like another Chernobyl, which I think is right. not actually true. I think they were. I think they it's were doing a lot some very, safer than other people. Uh, think. It's like the safest form of energy. I'm pretty sure, but the whole deal with Chernobyl. There's so much attached like, to yeah. It because of Chernobyl huge, and other stuff. I, mean, I think they were doing some shady stuff. Is basically what it boiled down to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the other situation is like what happened to Japan where it's basically insane natural disaster causes Mm -hmm. you know some catastrophic destruction of a nuclear plant yeah but yeah basically what I understand the problem is basically they had a lot of the wind turbines aren't winterized like they are in Iowa and other places because they don't have a reason technically they didn't have to which maybe that is a problem but I mean, statistically, how likely was this to happen? Pretty low, mm-hmm. maybe not high enough to justify. I mean, it's happened once in it. like the last. So it's hard to say. You know I mean? It's hard to years. say if that was yeah it, right or we wrong. We don't know if it's ninety percent cost cutting, ten percent no reason to, <laughs> or if it was the other reason. Exactly, but it's hard to at say. some point those two things factored in. Yeah, yeah. and so, the, the natural gas things basically is what I understood is they get like they have supplies to be able to winterize things like heaters and other stuff. But basically what most plants had is enough to last like 24 hours. But this lasted for like three days. I also read. So it started dropping like flies basically. Yeah. Yeah. I also read some stuff that was super interesting and incredibly scary. One of them said we became, or we came within a few minutes or even seconds of the entire Texas grid going down for like six months. I saw that too. I didn't really understand it. I tried to read it and understand, I understand but I was, why that. I was it, confused. It had to do with the energy consumption where they like almost blew the entire thing. Like on the back end or something? Uh-huh. Like the... Hmm. And it would have take, taken an entire rebuild to get it going. That's um, crazy. I don't know that I believe that, but... And I also read that the majority of the Texas infrastructure with electrical is 30 to 50 years past when it was supposed to be replaced. Oh, I can believe that. So it's just like the roads yeah. where it's like, there's no really need to fix them. And like a bridge falls down and kills 5,000 people. And they're like, eh, mm-hmm. the electrical probably grid, should have fixed it. The electrical grid. How did we know? 
and bridges are like 30 to 50 years past when they're supposed to be replaced. And it was terrifying because I was watching these videos and and reading all these articles about it just because I was so interested with my power on, (laughs) completely unaffected. (laughs) But I was like, man, this is crazy. Um, And it was so scary. I think it was like there are 22 major grids in the US and if just it was like five or seven go down there can be an 18 month blackout in the US that's crazy and at that it? point I was like okay this is too scary yeah well it's like yeah but it was which like, we kind of know that but it's it's scary to think about that it is all just basically yeah. hanging by a thread all the time <laughs> it won't but there's so much so much of it is interconnected and they were talking about how the electrical grid and the infrastructure is the weakest point in the U.S. and in, in the U.S. defense. How easily it is manipulated. Right. I don't know if it was recently, but there was a water maintenance facility that was hacked. I don't know if it was hacked from within the U.S. or outside. And the uh, it was it was changed to someone had attempted to change the water to poisonous levels. Anyway, I just got into this deep the rabbit, rabbit hole, hole yeah. of <laughs> the problems how the with U.S. could be attacked, yeah, and how old everything is. Yeah, yeah, that's the big thing. Is because like if it's all working and fine, there's no reason to invest in it until like something no. explodes. Which <laughs> 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 something goes wrong. I mean, there's like a name for that. I forget. There's a name for like that yeah. logic where it's like mm-hmm. it's sort of logical to not do anything because there's no problem. But then one day there is, and it's like, how could we know? It's like, well, you did, but there was never a, a giant red flag. It was a very slow, you know. Right. <laughs> what I did understand is that we live in a bubble, and there are places that have this happen so often. And I don't understand how they deal with it. I guess they get used to it, and they learn how to prepare. Yeah, yeah. But they also probably have underground like where electrical wires like North Dakota no one lives there though the population in North Dakota is like but you're saying people like the, the people big. who do live in North Dakota like they have yeah. to live where they're like mm-hmm. absolutely prepared all the time to like be yeah shut yeah. off from it's, the world it's just something you live with I mean part of that's because their power's on like government funded right I don't know I'm pretty sure they're like federally regulated, whereas Texas is private. It's a lot less. And people are like, this is why it shouldn't be. And it's like, uh, you sure about that, buddy? <laughs> yeah, well, and one of the main problems with the the reason this partly was so bad was no one could flip a switch and give us power from the other parts of the country because Texas purposely has isolated our grid so that we aren't federally regulated. And yeah. this showed basically the bad side of that. So, yeah, but you're talking about like a once in a hundred years event. Like this is not something that happens all the time. Right. But I think it revealed bigger problems basically. And the whole ERCOT thing of wanting to charge people and showing how that's like a scam. That was crazy. I read into it. We got hit by a wobble in the, what's it called? The Arctic, uh, Shoot, flow thing basically. It's it's whatever. It normally just goes like whatever spins at the top. When it heats up, it starts to wobble. Uh, 
the uh, <laughs> did you say salmon? Santa. Oh, Santa. Wait, you guys know salmon? <laughs> you guys. You know guys know salmon? Santa? <laughs> what is it? You know, salmon? so it's like it's a layer like a, of air. Yes, where it's super cold versus kind of cold, and then it gets warmer. And there's a definite border. Anyway, as the border heats up, it stops becoming a uh, line in the circle, and it starts to wobble like this. And one of those wobbles came down super low, shot right down into Texas. Yeah, all the way to the beach, man. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, dude, the pictures of Galveston and the snow were crazy that was weird was like, we were just here People, and it looked nothing like this in, in the weather when we were there though was really strange yeah oh the there's a lot of mist sea, we had sea like, fog yeah i think they're supposed to get a whole bunch i saw some somebody from houston post about like yo man what the hell is this like the next forecast for this upcoming <laughs> week was like 100 percent chance of sea fog <laughs> through like all of houston and i was like that's 100 percent chance uh, of sea fog that's exactly like what we saw at gals that's so funny yeah it was it was rough they man were like I can we like, get a break we were trying to drive down the road at night and it was so thick like that's you the could thickest i've ever seen anything. fog mm-hmm. it was coming in through the ac it's like we need a lighthouse and making the room super humid you remember that yeah but I also think that's just because that hotel room's like could have just been human. I think it. I think that's do, every hotel room in Galveston. I, I, it I always think, feels gross. I think it's of there. because we Not had dirty, that but door. I don't think the door was sealed. No, sealed I don't think so, or anything. Right. Because I mean, it's Galveston. Like I guess it doesn't necessarily have to be. But I thought yeah. it was weird that a there was a door in our room that went out to yeah. like the smallest balcony, smallest balcony. That's like a foot by yeah a foot. It was like as wide as the door swung out. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> but uh, I think that's why it was so bad because it did come in through the air a little bit. But I also think it had to do with that door. Did you guys have any birds die in the yard? Yes, I don't think we did. Yeah. I saw lots of birds, but I didn't see any. Dead. Well, I had before the storm, I had a bird die because it flew and hit my front window and it never woke up. So I had to like take it and like throw it in the woods. And then during the storm, there's another bird that I think you wasn't had a killed. bird hit your window, yeah, hard enough that it died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happened at our house a bunch of times. So you know our, our sliding door, yeah, birds will fly into that sometimes. I mean, we had a bird fly in back here, and it stunned it, and it like was freaking out. Yeah, most and of the time, our, they wake up. Well, in about like two the hours. The problem or something. was is that we had dogs oh, outside, they and it. they ate the thing. But uh, I mean, that happens like once that's happened probably twice since I've been alive. Yeah. It does. For some reason it doesn't happen very much, but except on Windex commercials. Exactly. I forgot about those birds. They used to always (laughs) fly and hit that door, man. The strangest, not the door, man, but the door comma man. But the week before, I mean the week after though, during the snow, I found there's a dead bird by my steps, but I think, I don't think it died from the cold. I think it happened again. Mm. Where maybe it knocked itself out and then it, it maybe got too again. cold. Mm. <laughs> it's happening again. The strangest thing that I noticed during the snow was the birds dying. Yeah. And we saw several of them. There were a couple of times where the birds would be flying and then they would fall out of midair and land in the snow. That's weird. That was on the coldest day. It's just too cold. And that's when I was like, okay, I need to get inside. <laughs> Because I don't want to be walking and then just fall down like these birds. <laughs> Probably if you were exposed maybe 15 to 20 minutes, you could get hypothermic on those cold And if days. you were like a bird engaging in like super rigorous like mm-hmm. activity for a long time, they're flying around looking for food, you know? Super rigorous. We well, really- I mean, yeah, if you were a bird, that's the equivalent of what like running. 
running around at your full speed. Yeah. Probably. We were building well, these. Uh, oh kind of. A lot of time it depends. I mean, the air is thinner when it's cold, so that might have something to do with it. Most of the time, it's like almost effortless because they just catch the wind and go, and they don't have to flap that much. Well, little birds do though if they're flying around that close to the ground. Maybe some, but mm. and uh, they probably hadn't eaten, yeah, which would suck. It's probably tough to find food. Yeah, you were saying we had a bunch down on the porch. Usually, they don't want anything to do with us, but I guess the house was the only. Warm warmth, and so when you open the door, you had to like kick them away. That's weird to prevent them from going inside. And a lot of them would just freeze to death on the porch, and then the cat would get them and drop them in front of our door, as they do. But we watched two of them one in the front, one in the back just fall and, and die in the snow. That's weird. That sounds like y'all's house is possessed. Yeah. <laughs> they should have fed the birds. Come on, dude. Did y'all feed the birds? Yeah. There was no... It was too cold. It was too cold for them. Yeah, my mom fed the birds like a bunch of times. We we put out a bunch of makeshift (laughs) birdhouses. Oh, really? I got like cardboard boxes and put insulation in it and put some bread in. Did they get in it? Mm -hmm. That's cool. Oh, you put bread in? Mm -hmm. What kind? Wheat. (laughs) That's probably why they fell out of the sky. (laughs) Birds like white bread. (laughs) It's a known fact. <laughs> yeah, we don't have white bread. <laughs> a bread um, has but to I be not, sugary. Did not touch the snow. The it was fancy cold. bird's like, I'll eat cinnamon rolls. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> yeah. I'll eat cinnamon rolls. I noticed that the coldest morning did not feel that bad. And I think it was because the moisture was not in the air. It was a dry cold. Yeah. Yes. And it actually was thing. super nice. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's actually not that bad outside. It's the same thing in, when like in the summer where like a thing will blow through and it'll push all the humidity out and you walk out one day and you're like, this is nice. What temperature is it? And it's like 85 and you're like, it feels fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when it was zero. Texas sucks. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> it was cold when the wind hit. When there's no yeah, wind, it that felt was fine. I had this thing well, it's not really a thing. I don't know why I just described this as a thing. <laughs> Every morning thing. I just wow, walk yeah. outside. I have this thing where I eat this meal at the beginning of the day. It's called breakfast. Does anyone else do that? Yeah. It sounded like you're about to say something like that. <laughs> like I have this thing where... Um, <laughs> every morning I basically walk outside just in my underwear, mm-hmm. you know, just surveying... Surveying the, the land. The new day. And I did it for several minutes when it was zero degrees. And I was like, you know, this isn't that bad. I could do this. Right. And there's also something about knowing that you can go back inside any minute. Yeah, I, I, I didn't go two feet past my door. Um, but are you in your underwear at like zero degrees standing yeah. out and just surveying <laughs> the landscape. So this is not bad. Good morning world and all who inhabit it. And then the bird drops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, but the wind, when the wind hits, I'm like, okay, it's time to go back inside. Yeah. Um, Our door was starting to freeze to the house. <laughs> so it became hard to open. And then when it got to about 40 degrees, I guess I got used to the zero degrees because we were all like, man, this is nice. Yeah, we, yeah This we're is like- nice. And now that it's 75, we're like, holy crap, it's so hot. Yeah, I had a moment today where I was like, I had a moment today where I was like, it feels incredible outside. <laughs> I literally turned the air conditioner off in my truck before I went to lunch. And then when I got back in it, it was like super warm and toasty. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is nice. I like it. I do like the, uh, when it's like this and like kind of the midway, not too cold, not too hot. Yeah. Getting in your car and it's like 
you know, warm. Nice. My air was blowing and it felt like an icicle. Yeah. And I was like, I do not want this blowing on me. So I turned it off. I'd already turned it all the way down and it was still blowing like relatively hard. And I was like, I do not like this. Please stop blowing on me. Anyway, you had a Scooby-Doo story. I almost no. forgot about that. I don't know where you got that from. Dude, come on. It's not like it's on this list over here that we have that we refer to or something. Well, like Scoob. <laughs> I thought you had a story. Okay, so this, that was terrible. I, I'm pretty I had, sure I this had a drink. <laughs> that was the worst Scooby-Doo shaggy impression I've ever done in my life. <laughs> okay, I'm pretty sure this really happened. But how okay? How old would I have been in two thousand two? Six or seven? Definitely would have been six. Yeah. That seems so young, though. Why do I? Hey, what is this story? I I I saw the two thousand two Scooby Doo movie in the theater. Mm-hmm. My best memory is from like two thousand one to two thousand five. Yeah, me too. But I went and saw it in the movie theater. I swear I did. But I don't think I was six years old. Maybe I did. But the point is, in my my brain, I'm pretty sure it happened, is we went and saw Scooby-Doo in the movie theater. And it was funny and da 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 My parents probably left thinking like, what the heck is this? (laughs) We let our son watch this crap? Well, yeah, but they they like Scooby-Doo too. So they're probably like, what did they do? do with this abomination you know what I mean <laughs> which I agree with in some ways but I also agree it's a very good movie it's, it's okay it's, it's, it also, there's a nuanced appeal to it it also killed Clyde's grandpappy it, that's true it did I forget, <laughs> oh my god yeah but that's in the oh, that's in the other universe but you can tell that I spend way too much time editing <laughs> these when I remember stuff like that the, the, yeah the, <laughs> what, but here's what, what killed your grandpappy uh Scooby-Doo. <laughs> the director of the 2002 live-action Scooby-Doo movie. Okay. <laughs> Who edited Home Alone. Same guy. Okay. Oh, my um, God. Raj Gosnell. Um, that's his name. <laughs> Raj Gosnell. I think that's yeah, what it is. That's what he said. Okay, but here's the story. You know the... Well, I wouldn't say it's the best part, but the weirdest funniest part in Scooby-Doo is when they're in the haunted house ride on Spooky Island Mm -hmm. and Scooby and Shaggy go into like the fake kitchen where they made that video thing and they're going to make food or something. They make a big sandwich, right? Maybe. But after that they had to have a farting contest. A farting and burping contest. Yeah. And it's really funny and they fart and burp and it's really comedic sounds and then Daphne walks up and there, Shaggy's like in the middle of a long fart and he like slowly turns around and it's really funny. This happened. Right? You did that one day? No. Oh. In the movie theater, while watching it. You farted? No. Right before, the, as they walked to this kitchen thing, I was like, I gotta pee. So I went to go to the bathroom. And when I came back in, that scene was over. So I did not see that scene. No way, dude. And when my parents came back, they were like, oh my God, like, there was farting, there were farting, and they tried to explain it to me and why it was funny, but I was like, I don't care, I'm trying to watch the movie. 
You missed but they were, the but they were trying to tell movie. me that I missed like the best part, especially for like a six or seven year old kid is Scooby and Shaggy just farting all over each other and laughing. And I had to go pee wow. at that moment. That is my number one. And rule. I didn't see it until we bought it on VHS. I didn't see the farting. If you go to the movies with me, I will never go pee during a movie. Unless I like am dying. Like I'm me about too. to pee myself right there. Because I I refuse to miss anything that goes on. I don't if it, I half the time I won't even go pee like in the beginning, like credit po like pre roll credits or whatever. Uh like the previews and stuff. I won't even because I'm afraid I'm going to miss the beginning of the movie <laughs> yeah. because uh, there are times where you watch the very like first minute of the movie and it sets the tone. It's very or important. Sometimes it's something. not, but about half the time it, it's, it's extremely important. It, is, it either sets the tone for the entire movie or it reveals something that is like very key information. And if you miss that, you're screwed because there, I think it was one of the Harry Potters. We, uh, I was going with some friends and uh, I was riding with one of my friends because I could not drive at this point. And we we got there like a few minutes late and we missed like the <laughs> opening stuff. And I'm like... We might as well just wait until the next show. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, well, I just got in there and I'm like, what the heck is going on? Who is Harry? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the last ones. It was either, yeah. it was either Deathly Hallows Part 1 or Part 2. Yeah. Um, I think and there's that a lot it of was, intercutting in those I movies. I think that it was Part 2 because Part 1 ends, and this is not a spoiler because it it's been matter. out it's like forever. 15 years old. Yeah, it's been <laughs> out forever. So the end of Part 1, Dobby dies, who's like the house elf. You haven't, <laughs> Christian, you haven't seen any of them. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Who's, so tell us who Dobby is, Christian. He doesn't know. He's the elf dude with the pointy ears and the ugly face. That's true. Well, and, you didn't have to go there. And but. what <laughs> lets him be a free elf? Uh, I don't know. Abraham yeah. Lincoln. Harry gives him a sock in a book. Yes. Yep. What? Elf emancipation. Do you not understand why that's a thing? No. And you no. So. Elves in Harry Potter. What? I have to be so bad. <laughs> Wait, no. because I was talking about it? it, it Are you about to get up? And it worsened it, yeah. <laughs> so elves in Harry in like the Harry Potter universe, mm -hmm. the only way that they can become a free elf because they have a master is if the master gives them a piece of clothing. And so Harry tricked them. Because I think they all wear like really like dirty old robes or something. It was Malfoy's father's house elf is Dobby. But Dobby liked Harry and Harry liked Dobby. They looked out for each other. And Harry gives Malfoy's dad a book with a sock. And then he gives it to right. Dobby to take and put back up. And then and Harry makes him open it and there's a sock. And he said, you have given Dobby a sock. Dobby is a free elf. And so at the at the mm. end of this first part, he dies. And then the beginning of the second one, they pretty much almost pick back up right there in that same spot. It, it, they do, yeah. It's like right after. And we walked in, and I'm pretty sure it was part two, and we walked in a little bit late. And that part was like in the middle of it. And I'm like, what did I miss? You're like, I understand that he died, <laughs> but I'm like, what did I miss? Like, what is going on? So I just... I refuse to miss the beginning yeah. of the movie and I will not go pee or go get anything in the middle. I will go pee when I feel like it's the middle of the movie because mm -hmm. the middle is the best time. 
Yeah. You don't want to go at the I end. Don't you don't want to miss go anything, at the beginning. Though. I don't want to miss anything at all. The only time I, I think I've been here. Pretty, here's why I'm someone who I hate the whole thing of like, well, I don't hate it, but the whole thing of like, Oh, you got to go pee before this or pee before that. It's like, well, I don't have to go now. The one time I always do go pee before is the movie theater. Even if I feel like, Oh, I don't have to go like, Nope, there's no you need to change. Go. It's a little bit of insurance. Get it out of your system. And most of the time you're good to go. You may have to go a little bit by the end, but you're not in pain. You're fine. There have been a couple times. It depends on how much soda you drink. Where I have, well, I don't even know if it's necessarily that or it was that I drank so much at like lunch or something before we went. But there have been a couple times where I legitimately thought that I was going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> Not like I'm going to pee myself. Like I legitimately felt like my body was about to explode into a million yeah, pieces. It's that moment where you're like, am I going to be on the news of like someone who died yeah. of a ruptured bladder? Because that's not I how like, I want to go. I was like, I have got to go. And I was like, I hate myself because I did not. <laughs> I have to go right now. But I had to go so freaking bad. I was literally about to explode. Uh, and I hate it. I just hate going in the middle. I could, there are some things that I am very particular about. Yeah, and that is one naturally. of them is not going pee in the middle of it's, the movie. It's important. Like imagine going to see 1917 for the first time. I know. Uh-oh. Where it's a single <laughs> shot the entire time. And it's like a two hour movie. Two hour and 30 minute miss movie. But anything, if you miss anything, you're, you have no idea what is going on. Because yeah. if you're gone, you know it takes like a, a oh, little here, bit to leave to go pee, you go wash pee. your hands and come back. So, I mean, you're talking like anywhere from like three to like six or seven minutes, yes. depending on how far away the bathroom is, where, what theater you're in. Cause if you're in like one of the bigger theaters and you're like all the way down at the end of the hall and the bathroom is all the way back down. I mean, that's like 45 second walk. Then you go pee and then you go back. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you could maybe even miss 10 minutes if the, if you take long enough. Yeah. Here's a thought I have. In something like 1917, that would be like, you would miss so much key information there. For your thing. Yeah. In every movie, after you get done, say, all right, this is the five minute section where you go pee if you have to. Oh, yeah. And then you you know what it is in 1917? As soon as he hears the kids singing in the distance, that scene lasts about three minutes too long, in my opinion. Or three minutes long enough where there's nothing important going on. It's just the faces of the people and the dude singing the wayfaring stranger that's when you go pee think about that here's the kids singing when is that near the end when he floats down the river and he gets out and he hears the dude I'm going back and that's like a 10 minute scene of the kids singing and it shows all the soldiers faces it's good I like that but you can go pee me too but But if you had to choose that's far (laughs) but that's far enough into, into the, the movie, movie where that, you could wait until the you end. You could wait until the end. See, maybe, that's there's, a, the, maybe there's a better that's spot. That's the only problem I have. Maybe there's a better spot. <laughs> but that's something to think about is when... <laughs> I think... I personally think that the better spot would be <laughs> right after the kid dies. Right before, like, the other group comes and picks him up. Yeah, I think so, too. Because that's a big separation between this part of the movie and that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, and like, I mean, there is a little bit that goes on, but other than them getting stuck and him like freaking out, that's there's, it. There's not a whole lot other than he like meets the captain and stuff, and you're like, oh, look, it's Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> and also, the problem is when you get to a movie like, again, the 2002 live action Scooby Doo movie, <laughs> where do you go to the bathroom in that movie? 
You can't go when Sugar Ray is up there singing. You have to see that. Yeah. I mean. Good Lord. Anyway. I don't know. All right. But that really happened, I swear. But would, I have, would my parents have taken me to see Scooby-Doo? Probably. I think I was going to see that. I mean, I watched Scooby-Doo before but it was PG, I was six wasn't years it? old. Uh, maybe. I don't yeah, know. it was PG. I don't think... It, well, maybe it was PG. I don't know. Thank for I'm pretty care. sure it was PG because I feel like... It there should were, have been PG-13. Well, I, I, I just feel like there were a lot more movies that were G or PG. Like, when's the last time you saw a movie come out rated G? Never. I mean, it's been Unless a long it's like time. some like and even, Christian movie that even was made for PG like $3. now, they're like not making a whole lot. I mean, you'll have like maybe like a Pixar movie or a Disney movie, but there's not a lot of like PG movies coming out. Most everything it seems like is PG-13 or up. And I know that we're probably in that demographic where we would not normally go watch a PG movie, but... Like if you ever drive past a movie theater and just look to see what's on. It was rated PG. I haven't seen anything. Scooby-Doo, in my opinion, should have been rated PG-13. I feel like it's gotten a bit different. It has, and it always has. Well, it's the same thing like when you back in the day, you watch PG movies and sometimes they would have nudity or something else in it. Yeah. Or cursing. It's just different standards and it, it slowly creeps up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same reason why we're like in like PG-13 movies, like just because of whatever weird innocuous rules they set up. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you can only say the F-bomb one time, but you'll watch a PG-13 movie and they'll say the word shit like 40 times. And you're kind of like, does this equal? Like, does you know what I mean? Like, not saying yeah. it's bad, but it's like, what are the rules if you, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like I've talked about that on the podcast once or twice. Uh, where, in America also the where, problem is the violence thing it's like we'll show people's heads exploding but yeah. you can't see nudity yeah where is the well I mean I had a camp counselor at one point in high school uh, that was like I think there was a kid in our, our cabin that was like uh, how do you feel about like cussing like because I know that that's kind of frowned upon we're at church camp uh, and he's where like kind of is the, he's yeah. like uh, I mean I'm I, th- I don't know how old he was at the time like maybe 40 uh, he's like, I'm like 40 years old now. And, uh, you know, the things that are f- more frowned upon right now, like the F word or something like that. He was like, by the time that you're my age, those things are going to be a thing of the past. Um, they well, may not, still be so in frowned the past, upon a little like, bit, but it's going to be so much more socially acceptable yeah. than it is, than it seems like right now. Or especially when it was, when he was a kid. Yeah. Um, Even from 10 years so. ago, there's a lot more, now that's yeah. he, he, he kind of said know. he was like I mean you'll see it more on TV and movies and which I mean with all the streaming stuff now they literally say the F word like every other word it seems like I know, uh, I know. Which, which is great because I hated bleeping on TV yeah oh yeah it's I mean so, I would so ra- pointless I would much rather them just like say the word than then the bleep, bleep it out I mean that was really ridiculous uh but especially the more you think about it the funnier it gets yeah. that we thought the solution was just to bleep like everybody knows what, what, what the word is what just bo- say it what bothers me well i will say this it is funny when they do the tv edits like fx had some legendary edits like with the big lebowski where they would take there was no bleeping but they would like redub the lines with something yeah. really funny but like the, my, the one i hate the most is when they do like reality tv shows mm-hmm. where there's like tons of cursing in it and it becomes every other word is a bleep. So it's basically like, what are we even here for? Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah. 
<laughs> bleep, 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 bleep. And you're like, dude, what am I watching right now? Yeah. Or I liked it too when they used, I don't know if they still do it. I don't really watch a whole lot of reality. So pretty much every, this is what I was saying a second ago. So pretty much everything now with all the streaming services don't have as strict of guidelines because you choose to watch it. It's owned by a private entity. You have to pay to have and access most of them to it. And it's don't not, have ads. Yeah. Which and means it's, advertisers yeah. don't have a say. Well, and it's, which is I mean, good. It, part of the problem with like cable television, which it's not as prominent now because not as people, many people have cable, but is you would give it to, you just like let your kid watch Anyone, TV. Yeah. Yes. And so if they flip to the channel and they see like a sex scene and they're three years old, that's exactly. not cool, man. So they I mean, had to kind of, you yeah. kind of had to believe it a little bit, censor it a little bit uh, for the average viewer to yes. not be offended while watching. Yeah. But now you have, you can turn on or turn off whatever you want, yeah. whenever you want. So exactly. I, I mean, I'm all for it. I, I like binge I watching stuff, but I also hated the bleeping, especially when they would like on a reality show, like you were saying, not well, only would they bleep the word, but they would like censor out their mouth and like blur <laughs> it. And I'm like, oh, and really? flip someone off and they, their finger. Yeah. Really blur it. And it's like <laughs> you, you took off his finger. Like we all know, like, we know what's going on. Yeah. It, 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 I was watching the most like, cause the new season of Impractical Jokers is out now. Mm. And by the way, I think they're hitting a new like high because they were great. Like the most recent episodes they've made. The new season? Mm -hmm. They rebooted it? Or no, they've been doing it this whole time. They never stopped? No, they never stopped. Oh. On season nine. I never really watched much Impractical Jokers. So, But... It, it, just like every show, like there'll be a season where like it's, it never is bad, but you feel like they're kind of on cruise control. Yeah. You know what I mean? But now it's like, it's almost like the ideas they come up with for the punishments and stuff is almost bordering like on the absurd now, which is just great. Yeah. Like for example, on the most less recent episode, they had Q. Uh, he had to like drive across like Manhattan and Staten Island like four times, like spend basically like an eight hour day driving, but he was in a car rigged up with like puppets, like animatronic puppets like a Chuck E. Cheese puppet thing <laughs> in the seats and they were singing like um, drive 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 it feels so good to be alive one two three four five and we will drive and we will drive and that song is on a loop for like eight hours <laughs> and the of puppets driving <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious and I was like I, that's when I saw that I was like we've hit a new level here. Yeah. But the reason I brought it up is because it's still on true TV based around cable is they bleep them like cussing. You know what I mean? And that makes, it's like this show could be so much more. Not that it would like the cussing would make it like 10 times better. It's oh, just yeah. like, why it's, do we, you know, it's just that the bleeping itself is ridiculous. Yeah. But, but I will say, I think the bleeping probably helps though, because it allows kids and families to watch it, which I know yeah. happens a bunch. Yeah. Anyway, which is good. I mean, it has its pros and cons. Exactly. But, and we're at the age now that, like, we don't we don't care. And exactly. It's, it's much better to watch something without all the bleeping and censoring and bullcrap that. Yeah. They do, but. I mean, for a kid or a family to sit down and watch *Impractical Jokers* or something like that, I mean, it's kind of necessary. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> I mean. There's always situations exactly. where something like that is necessary. But And the example of, um, what did you say you watched? 
on oh like Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I w- I wish though that like on, when it's something's on a streaming service like that because that would be a good opportunity to do it to have two versions to have the original version and have the edited TV version. You know what yeah, I mean? Because so many be people cool. are used to watching those stuff edited for TV, and you watch something, especially from like the eighties or something, and it's like like Caddyshack. Mm-hmm. Like there's several, there's a few parts in Caddyshack with nudity that are there just gratuitously because it was the eighties, and it was like let's put a naked woman in here because you know the views, man, just perverted teenagers, basically. But it's old. It's pointless. Like it adds nothing to the movie. It's not funny. Yeah. And you don't see that like for years and years on TV and then you watch like the actual copy of it. And you're like, whoa, why is this here? It's yeah. literally pointless, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I wish they could be a little bit of a <laughs> snipped version of some of that stuff from like yeah. the eighties and nineties where they drop stuff in like that. And then it would be edited out on TV for like 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know that I've stopped worrying about it because when we started, I mean, I was like, oh, you know, if like, some kid stumbles upon our podcast and wants to listen. I don't want him to be like, mom, I can't listen to this. It has cussing. Right. Right. But I also made it funny. Like there were a couple of those where like the, <laughs> like the, uh, the Halloween one where Clyde called in. Yes. I think it was Clyde. <laughs> I don't know. All the characters Some now character, are, are yeah. running in together. I but, mean, people, huh? Uh, I mean, the just people. the characters that we talk to, because we've talked to some serious characters. Characters, I yes. gotcha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but they they just kind of all blur together at this point. Um, but when he like so called in and did the Kentucky and did the pizza thing, and I like bleeped it, where it was like, <laughs> like I thought that was funny. Yes, this is like that a was comedic good. thing. So. Um, but yeah, no, I've definitely just given up on it. Well, one, I don't care. Like, if you go and you look at all the top charts of podcasts, I'm pretty sure every one of them is explicit. So, if people listen to podcasts, and it's, it, I mean, they're going to listen to explicit podcasts most likely. <laughs> yeah. So there's no, there's no point. But anyway, you can add a bleep here. There's no. Point. <laughs> I'm not adding a fire point. truck. <laughs> fire truck. <laughs> I think you showed me that video in eighth grade. I showed you lots of videos in eighth grade. That's true. You did. Yeah, Dennis. That is definitely true. Uh, so the last thing is something I saw the other day. Um, I think it was on Facebook, and it was a simple question that is probably going to not have a simple answer when we actually get into the bones of it, but uh, it it is, do you prefer to drink your water at room temperature or cold? Well, there's a lot more ranges between that, but here's what I will I mean, say. You don't want to drink like hot water, probably, but like a room temperature, like would you, if you're drinking a bottle of water, would you rather have it from the fridge or would you just rather have it sitting out where you pick one up and it's room temperature? It depends. On? If it's in the winter, I want a room temperature bottle. Mm-hmm. If it's in the summer, I want one out of the fridge. Seasonal. <laughs> yes, yeah, seasonal. I mean, I'm not going to say that I like it room temperature if it's like sitting in my hot truck. 
Yeah, yeah. I have drink it, and it's actually not bad when it's that warm. It goes down really easy. But basically, you can drink cold. a whole bottle like ridiculously easy when it's hot like that. Not like super hot, mm-hmm. but you know, like ninety degrees or something. Um, I also find that if you keep it in a truck and you keep it in the shade, so I used to keep it in my back seat of my Jeep, and it would kind mm-hmm. of be like under my seat a little bit, and it would stay cold. And it could be like a hundred degrees outside. Yeah, and as you long could as pull it out, sun. and it would still be like sixty degrees, like relatively mm-hmm. room temperature, whatever it was like the night before, which I thought was great. Um, but the post said, I think someone had said, no one who actually drinks a lot of water prefers cold water. That's mm-hmm. true, mm-hmm. which I agree with. And I do drink a lot of water. You do drink a lot of water. At work, I drink room temperature water out of like a water cooler. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little cold, but it's really not that cold. Yeah. And I drink a ton of water. Uh, that's part of why you drink it. I, I feel like whenever I drink cold water, I don't drink it nearly as fast. Yeah. Um, I also feel like it's more difficult to drink as fast. Like I'll take a sip and I'm like, it's really cold. I don't want to drink more of that. Uh, Unless you do Badlands Tugs and go, <laughs> but even then you're going to have like a brain freeze when you get done yeah. with it, which is not enjoyable for anybody. As Braxton takes a drink of his water. <laughs> Cartoonish. Uh, I just wonder, cause I know you drink lots of water and I was like, I wonder if Braxton prefers room temperature or cold. And I, I think it does depend on the situation. Like if you're, if you're going to like work out, you don't want to drink cold water. No. no. Uh, I prefer to not drink cold water like ever. Um, but I, I mean, if you're having like a barbecue or like a cookout or something and people have a cooler full of drinks, more like more than likely there is bottles of water in there and they are ice cold. And I'm okay with that. I still feel like you don't drink as much as you should when you drink it because it is cold. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, there you don't really have much of a choice. But if you have a choice all the time. Also, do you put ice in your water? Like if you just get some out of like the sink or the fridge or something. No. The only time I do is if in the summer and if I get water out of, you know, just the tap, which Mm -hmm. is how I drink most of the time, which I have a filter thing now. Like a Brita? Yeah. Only because my water started tasting funny. Funny tasting water. Not like bad, but you know what I mean? It started tasting like funny. But <laughs> anyway, be a clown peed in your water. <sighs> All right, folks, this has been. The- <laughs> no, it's, um, what was I talking about? Funny taste in water. No, before Ice that. in oh, water. Like in the summer when the water out of the tap is hot, mm-hmm. I'll put like two little cubes of ice so that they melt very quickly and then the water is the correct temperature. But I don't like sipping through like ice cubes floating around. I don't either. I don't even like that with anything though. Like half the time, if I like if I drink a soda, like a Baja Blast that's sitting here on the table that I haven't I drank the other day. Yeah. Half the time I don't even put those in the fridge. I just pull them out of the box and drink them. See, I don't like I don't like them. I don't like hot soda or room temperature soda. That's weird, isn't it? Me drinking room temperature soda. Yeah, I don't care. I can see a Baja Blast being good at any temperature, though. <laughs> it is. And I, I do think that there are some things that are better cold, like Coke, for sure, is better. Yeah, have you cold. ever drank hot Coke? It's That's gross. where you're like, 
yeah, this thing causes cancer. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> you know what I mean? It is really cold. Not good. It's delicious, but hot. You're like, oh no. It's like a different kind of burn. You know how Coke like kind of burns a little bit when it goes down, even when it's cold. When it's hot, dude, especially when it's like really hot. Like if you've if you've left. gotten one at a barbecue or a cookout and you have a Coke and you've left it there and like went swimming or something and you come back and it's hot and you take a drink, it is like the or most or it's disgusting, like oh, this definitely like, will clean like, the layer of grime off a penny. Yeah, that's when you you know you're like I need to go pour this on a car battery so that it doesn't get corroded. <laughs> this is clean. What did you say? The grime of a penny? Yeah, well, you see, like they put pennies or coins in yeah. Coke and they take it out and it's clean. Uh huh. This would definitely. It's gross. It's just not good whatsoever. Ugh. I also feel like that's a dark soda thing, though. Yeah, I feel like lighter soda you can drink at room temperature That's and it's true. not that bad. But yeah. dark soda for whatever reason, lukewarmish like Sprite like, stuff is it's pretty good. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Lemonade as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but lemonade's not a soda. No, I'm just, anything right. Yeah, but well, it's sugary would, too. Yeah, yeah, I would liken lemonade more to water than I would soda or yeah. something like that. It's more like a tea or a coffee, like in between, kind of where like you mix it up. Yeah. Um. No one cares about hot or cold coffee, though. No? Yeah. They do care about lukewarm coffee, though. Which is disgusting. Mm. Well, it's only... If you were aware it was lukewarm when you tasted it, it would probably be fine. But most of the time, it's either, oh, it was supposed to be cold or hot. And when it gets in your mouth, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> do, you, do you drink much coffee? Oh, I, yeah, I drink... See, well, I, not a lot of I coffee. Can't I get, drink a cup every I morning. I can't drink it, man. I don't know what it is. It's just like... Do you drink coffee? It tastes no, I never had it. It tastes like gross water, like really bitter water. It does. It's freaking disgusting. And you know what? The first sip of it, awful. The second sip is just as bad or worse. (laughs) Do you drink it like super hot though? No, I I don't. I'm weak. I I don't like because I'll burn my. I don't see how people people drink it straight out of the thing. Yeah, they're like, I'm like, dude, how do you have taste buds? I have to let it sit, or I take like an ice cube. Uh-huh. And put it just a single one, and put it in there, and it cools it just enough. I don't understand how people have taste buds after drinking like super hot. Co- I don't know. Yeah. I don't get it either. I I'm don't like, get it dude, either. how do you have? How do you taste anything the rest of the day? Which maybe they don't. I mean, tell you what, the best I just don't thing understand is how though, people drink so much coffee. Like it, I know people that drink like six or seven cups a day, and I'm like, how? That's because they basically have what? become like. Well, they're not addicted to it, but they've become like alcoholics in that. Are they the needing, caffeine, the has, caffeine no, has no effect or do they on just them. really like coffee that much? Well, it, it, some people just like coffee, but in people, in my opinion, people who drink like huge amounts of coffee in a day, if they were to stop for like two, even two or three days, they would go back down to like only two or three cups yeah. because it's the idea of your body gets used to caffeine circulating in your body. So you have no response to it anymore. Like I'll, I'll go through periods where I'll like start drinking more and more coffee and then I'll just stop for a week. And then when I start again, I'm like, oh, wow. Because the caffeine gains back its power. Does that make sense? I know that's weird, but. It's so gross. But I like yeah. the taste of it too. Yeah. I feel like I need to dip, find. Dipping stuff in it. Like I gra- Graham crackers, dipping it in there. Ew. I love, I love dipping graham crackers in coffee. Ew. Donuts and coffee. Mm. 
I feel like I just need to find, I need to get, I feel like if I'm going to like officially like try coffee, like try to drink coffee, I need to get like a grinder and some nice beans. That's probably delicious. And actually, and actually go like, (laughs) and actually go like Full. full into coffee. I've always wanted to try it like that because I feel like I don't like it because I'm <clears throat> either trying like cheap coffee or it's just bad, like from a Keurig or something like that. Yeah. And also Starbucks coffee is gross. Yeah. Well, well, Starbucks drinks are good, but if you go and just get just plain yeah. coffee from Starbucks, it's very bitter. Yeah. I don't know why it's a thing. Does and that make sense? There was a period where I was like really trying to like <laughs> coffee. Uh, and so we had gone to Waco for like a, like a weekend trip. I'm not going to name names because the whole, you know. Anyway, so me and someone that I used to be really close to. I thought you were about to say you were involved with the, um, what's the no dude's name? <laughs> what? David Koresh. Yeah, I thought you were going to say me, me and David Koresh. I didn't know Koresh. what I was talking about first. Yeah, I saw me, it in his eyes. me and David Koresh went to Waco. You knew what I was talking about. <laughs> I saw we went Koresh. to Waco. It's, like, well, we it's going- funny because it, you set it up as we were going to wake up and I Waco and I won't <laughs> We were going Nate. to wake up. And my mind question of it. And we were going to, and it, with a, someone who will name a name, it was like, David Koresh? Are you? <laughs> anyway, so me and David Koresh were going to Waco, right? And we were gonna we were gonna go to Magnolia and like the silos and stuff down there. And so they've got a coffee shop called the Magnolia Press. And yes. when I'd been before with said person, uh, we had gone in and looked around like the main like kind of shop area and eaten food at the food trucks and stuff. But this time when we went it was I during don't like COVID, the fake grass. I just wanted to throw that out there. I love the turf. Uh, it weirded me out. I was like, why is there no grass? When you go over to like the other like smaller shops where they're kind of like all spaced out. Yeah, the little buildings. Like behind the coffee shop and like the home goods store and stuff. That one weirded me out. I think there should be real grass there. <laughs> but in the at the one, you know, where like all the kids play and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, outside it, makes there, it makes sense. Uh, so anyway, so we had never been over and done like any of the other stuff. We had just kind of gone, gotten food, and then went to like, it was usually really, really busy. And it was pretty busy this day, but this was during COVID. And so like all of the food and stuff was closed. Yeah. So we went in the bakery and got like a cupcake and stuff. And then we went down and uh, we went eight and we came back and we went to the coffee shop and I actually got a coffee, Yeah, which I thought would be pretty good. And it was really freaking gross. Was, was it just a regular? Mm-mm. What was it? It was uh, like a snickerdoodle kind of thing. So like some cinnamon oh, and stuff. Yeah. In it. Um, which I like snickerdoodle cookies. Yes. And I like the good, taste. Good choice, of, I, liked yeah. this, I was like, that sounds really good. Uh, so I, I got that and I, I just didn't, it was not good. It didn't taste anything like snickerdoodle. It just tasted like bitter water with, Gross, other gross things in it. (laughs) Dirty beans. Uh, I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm a coffee guy. Yeah. But what's weird though is sometimes I get up and I'll like taste the coffee and I'm like, this is delicious. And another day I'll taste it and I'm like, this is gross. What kind of coffee do you drink? Just the Folgers. Just like one of the big red. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. things. I've tasted other like coffees before Mm -hmm. and some of them are really good, but I always come back to the Folgers. I don't know why. The best. It's just consistently good. Waking up, and there's that commercial with the incest. In your cup. The incest. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Where do I need it? to pull this up? <laughs> no, no, no. We can look at it later. But okay. um, it's hard to explain. But basically, it was like a guy is in the military and he comes back home and like a girl answers the door mm-hmm. and he's like, I didn't know you were going to come home. He's like, yeah. And, and she was maybe had a gift or something and, and she took the bow off of it and stuck it on him and he was like, you're my gift this year. You're like, oh, okay. And they go in the house and then it turns out they're brother and sister. That's weird. Like it's not overly like that, but in your head, you immediately think like, oh, this is a, romantic relationship yeah. and not a brother sister kind of strange. So yeah. someone on YouTube parodied it that they were like oh, you know God. <laughs> I don't even want to know and the dad, watch it a little bit yeah okay anyway anyway Folgers is, is is yummy I like it I get the Folgers like whatever the regular one is I feel like I should maybe just try Folgers and see if I like that but it's a good place to start. I kind of like the smell of coffee. Oh, it smells like it. It smells good. really good. But then I go to taste it and I'm like, how does something that tastes this bad smell so good? I don't get that either. Like I could understand if it smelled good and it tasted good or if it smelled bad and tasted bad. Yes. But the fact that it smells really good it smells and so yet good. it tastes like somebody peed in a cup and you decided to drink it. He did what in his cup? He did what in his cup? (laughs) I'm just like, to me, it always tastes like someone took like a root off of like a bitter tree. A root off a berry tree. (laughs) A bitter tree. A berry tree. (laughs) And like mixed it with water. A bitter root? Yeah. And that's like how coffee came out. But it's criminal that it smells that good. Yeah. Because it never, I'll admit, it smells delicious. And it tastes basically one tenth of how it smells. Yeah, which or, is criminal. In my case, like one hundredth of how it smells. Yeah, yeah it's just not good. Ugh. I don't know. Not a fan. I don't know. Well, that'll do it for this week. I think that was a good episode. So, uh, once again, I would like to remind you that next Tuesday we are having a dreams call-in show, March the second, seven. To 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Our number is 903-541-9221. Don't ask me how I have that memorized because I every time I go to say it, I hear it in uh, Count Bracula's voice. Did you like that? Do you yeah. remember that? When we did that the first time, it was for like Halloween, and you were like, the number is 903. Yeah, Count Bracula, as I like to call it. That that I actually like that a lot. Good. I'm glad. Well, I don't want to say a lot. I like it. Yeah. I don't hate it. <laughs> As opposed to some other things that have been done with my name. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> call us and tell us your dreams. March 2nd, 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we don't mean goals. We don't care about that. What? We don't mean your goals and aspirations. We don't care about that. Uh, we want to hear your, your sleepy weird, time weird, sleepy time thoughts. If you go to sleep and you have movies in your head, please share those. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. We are at Question at Hand on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I feel like Christian and Braxton are planning something here for the end of this. So, uh, We'll see how it goes. Uh, you can find all of our social links as well as links to our Discord and Reddit page at thequestionathand.com. We'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys. 
we actually weren't planning anything. I was telling him that I was going to say something, and so we would talk at the same time. Just because I did not vote on the room temperature or cold, I prefer room temperature. Okay, you can end it.